0: Andres show.
1: Hey everyone, it's Andres. Welcome to the program. This is another reaction video I'm doing. Uh, I didn't intend to. But I didn't make. I didn't mean it to make this a, a real series of just reflecting on all these people saying that you're leaving California, but. I guess the algorithm fed me this video called why is everyone leaving California by electric infected? Um, They posted it back on August 8th, so this is before some of the announcements like uh, Neurotic or the Daily Wire making those announcements, but it's still being pivotal. Now, I haven't seen this video. I don't know what they go over, but um, I did take a peek at their video description that I actually wanna read to you here. As here is the, I guess, the synopsis of it all it, it used to be at the california it used to be the california dream now it's the california nightmare that was basic in case you haven't heard a ton of people are fleeing california you can't blame them we'll get into all the reasons why later but the overall theme here is california sucks now a total of 691,321 people moved from california to another state last year that's more than the whole state of wyoming every single year And that was more than the previous year. It's like the dam breaking and people uh, and all the California people are spilling out all over the place. I'm sure there's a lot of people moving here too. About half a million people decided to move to California last year for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe because it's warmer or for a job, maybe. Anyways, the negative migration that was the ninth year, the negative migration was the ninth year in a row for California. There are only a handful of other states that can claim that. Californians are moving to places like Texas, Florida, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and even New York. People are leaving the state of California in droves, and they could leave a lasting mark on the world's fifth largest economy. Now, yes, and I can already chime in on something here, that uh, based on the 2020 census that's being taken in California, there is a very real concern for those that are in politics that for the first time, that California not only did not gain uh, a seat in the House of Representatives uh, from the last census, there's a real danger they're going to lose seat counts on uh, the House of Representatives. Because the way it works is uh, your population count, um, it's divided into whatever algorithm and. That's how many representatives you get assigned to your state. Senators remain as two. The House of Representatives is based on the population of said state. And in this case, we might actually lose a seat after not gaining one in the last census. So that's how many people are leaving, folks. Let's check this video out. This looks interesting. Joe Rogan is leaving Los Angeles. A
0: person like Elon Musk saying no to California.
1: You love California,
0: but you are seriously considering leaving the state so this is what's going on i am leaving california i love the state of california but they do not want me here i like many others have gotten out of california there's been an exodus out of california for quite a number of years now and why do they have to leave? federal government says more than a quarter of America's homeless are in California. Any and everywhere you go, in and out of stores, homeless, homeless, homeless. Violent brawls in broad daylight. The San Francisco neighborhood where crime is getting so bad, people are scared to step outside their own homes. Plus, incidents like this are where hate residents are drawing a line. The most recent statistics from the U.S. Department of Justice show that violent crime rates in some California cities has increased by over 50%. In the shadow of the world-famous Hollywood sign sits the newest L.A. landmark. Piles of uncollected trash. They're everywhere. On the freeways, on the off-ramps, from downtown to the valley. Trash with rats munching on the waste. Much of it, the byproduct of 36,000 people living on L.A.'s streets.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if I have probably mentioned it in the my reaction video to fleeing California but there was um, a hepatitis I believe um, a hepatitis infection breakout among the homeless population in 2019 that was a real concern it was spreading everywhere Uh, I don't think it's Started in L.A., but it definitely multiplied in L.A. Uh, I believe it started in San Diego. Either way, um, it was just breaking out in all these homeless encampments, and with the giant concentration of the of the homeless uh, cities there in downtown uh, downtown Los Angeles, it was uh, it was definitely a great concern. So it. I don't know what type of video this is. This looks and feels like a montage of things. I don't know if it's an introduction to things or if it's just an overview of a lot of the different reasons why people are leaving California. So I don't exactly know where to chime in, but I'm chiming in on this one um, regarding the homelessness. I hope they kind of address it. If not, there's uh, some more context based on the dangers of having Um, a large concentration of homeless encampments and uh, the cities not doing anything technically about it, not just the increased violence and uh, the disease outbreaks that there have been, but also in the case of San Francisco, I've talked about it in a previous video and in my uh, regular podcast about the poop patrol that San Francisco's had to implement and to some extent Los Angeles too um, but also uh, the fact that the homeless uh, because the police can't do anything about vagrants breaking into local businesses uh they're scaring away the patrons that ultimately results in businesses shuttering that can't survive without patrons and having to constantly go to insurance to try to cover for things that insurance doesn't cover has forced them to shutter their business and in some cases before the pandemic move out of the state altogether. So this has happened. Um, and just to chime in about the beginning of the video, I don't know who all those people are in the montage, so I can't chime in for that. Um, maybe it's it's said somewhere in the, in the tags down here, but you can explore it for yourself. I'll leave a link to this video for yourselves too in the video description down below. And for those of you watching the website, www.themedrificrober.com, there, there, the I'll leave it in the show notes for you to also take a look at the video.
0: A homeless situation is so bad that there are maps dedicated to alerting the public about where there's human wow. feces or needles. <laughs> Every day in San Francisco, an average of 85 cars are broken into. A SoCal shocker, Los Angeles once again takes top honors for the most gridlocked city in the world. It is official.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember this one time I, I went to, uh, to to Taiwan uh, for a summer. And while I was there, I was not around for this moment. It was called Carmageddon on the 405 freeway. For those of you in California who you know what I'm talking about, this is by the Getty Museum, one of the, the very famous museum landmarks there. That's just on the hill. There was a bridge that was going to be uh, demolished via dynamite. So a controlled explosion of this bridge meaning they had to close the entire freeway now for anybody that knows any topography and and highways in Calif in california the 405 freeway is basically the only stretch from santa monica up into the valley for god knows how many miles so all that stretch there is no detour so that's what everybody was concerned about this huge uh traffic jam in the main streets or side streets that's going to happen for uh that weekend of carmageddon Uh, ultimately carmageddon didn't happen in that respect i guess people figured hey can't travel that way so they didn't go (laughs) or maybe they went around somehow either way it it didn't happen but traffic yeah uh, the big concerns of traffic are and this is some real estate information here a lot of people including for the businesses that that, that i run a lot of them are traveling anywhere from 45 to 60 miles out from their job to get to work they figured it's cheaper to move out of the city, up into the high desert or further out like, towards Palm Springs, and then travel to work from there. Waking up very early, arriving very late at night, in some cases paying for the toll roads just to get out there. That is cheaper than having to live within the city. The high cost of living, <clears throat> the high cost of living is a true concern, and it looks like they're covering this in the next uh, montage here.
0: L.A. is the least affordable city in the entire country to buy a home.
1: We spoke with some young people tonight who
0: say they are afraid they'll never be able to buy a house because of these soaring prices. As
1: Bay Area home prices go up, those who cannot afford them leave. Okay. So this is the commentary I'll make here. And I've said it so many times before. Los Angeles, San Francisco have had rent control for decades. So why can't people afford to live there? If rent control, which is meant to be the solution for a rent cap or control prices of rent, isn't working and there's increased homelessness and gentrified areas, why do we insist on getting more rent control? The opposite then must be true. We need to get rid of it. To really get an idea how crazy
0: the San Francisco real estate market is, don't look at its ceiling, look at its floor. And here is the floor. It's almost like a tiny house, you know, the ones you see on TV. This house at 459 Ralston Street in the Merced Heights district is reportedly the cheapest single-family home for sale in the city. Listed for only 649000 the two-bedroom cottage is less than 600 square feet, and every room needs a complete overhaul. But remember, this is San Francisco. We just did an open house this weekend with two days, and so far we have about 100 uh, parties walking through, so it's going to be very competitive. Built before the 1906 earthquake, no one even knows how old it is, since all the records were destroyed in the fire. It sits next to an upscale neighborhood that used to be the old Ingleside horse racing track. Some believe it may have been the residence of a local jockey or horseman. But with an unusually large lot, just right for a rebuild, local realtors say it will not sell for its asking price. It's going to go higher. (laughs) Is that crazy to you like it is to the rest of us? It is very crazy that the price is so high that a lot of people
1: um, cannot afford it. I've been told I wouldn't even be able to, to compete. They'll probably get 800 to a million for it.
0: While cash investors compete to level places like this and build bigger, guys like Kevin Day don't stand much of a chance of finding a place to live in the city. And that's a problem because Kevin is a San Francisco firefighter.
1: There are so many people that have, have a leg up on me just because they have extra cash, extra people investing. And, yeah. Um, it's just me, and uh, I'm looking for a place that I can fix up. You
0: know? When a man charged with protecting a city can't even afford a house like this, something is seriously out of whack who knows
1: i might have to stay in my small studio apartment until i retire
0: property taxes in california were about seventy two hundred dollars a year And our property taxes here are $2,800 a year. For the 40-ers, moving to Nashville has allowed them to save for retirement. Scott no longer has to work 80-hour weeks. They traded in this 3,100-square-foot house on a small lot in L.A. for a larger house on seven acres in Tennessee,
1: which even includes a building for their business. Somehow, we have made it. Yes, Um. This is a common thread, and I want to chime in on both. I want to hear both stories because it looks like they're they're talking about the, the Cal ex, Exit now, Cal Exit, the situation with. Um, people not being able to compete like a, a regular buyer being able to compete for a property is a very real thing. Uh, I get calls all the time of, from people that, that want to buy. They say, hey, look, um, I waited for the prices to go down. They don't seem to be going down. So I want to strike now while interest rates are down. I'm an FHA buyer and I want to be able to buy a property I can fix up. Well, first off, with an FHA, you can't buy. So you got to go conventional. So they're like, okay, conventional. They're like, okay, great. So you can buy a more or less fixer upper with conventional. And the areas they want to pick, they can't afford it. And if they can't afford it, they're outbidded. People get frustrated. I remember one of my first buyers. In fact, it was my first buyer that I dealt with. They were getting very demoralized going to so many houses every single weekend and not being able to get a bid in. And I've sold properties where I had agents ask me, are you really going to show your uh, our offer to your to your seller and i told him look i'm not like other agents i i I say what i mean and it's illegal for me to withhold your offer but i will show your offer and some of them expressed just their their discouragement in so many offers that they placed for so long some people looking for a house for a couple of months and just getting desperate offering over asking to try to get a leg in through the door for even consideration for their offers and at times they just they just don't get it you know um it's sad, and the flip side is true. Also for renting, I, I've seen that for for renters, uh, I was renting out a um, a a leased property in Santa Ana, uh, as a duplex that I managed there, and there was only one that was available, and I was getting uh, calls and emails from the landlords asking, "Hey, you are listing this relatively high. Well, yeah, we're offering a good product, and it it rented for higher because uh, the tenants were competing for it. But the shocking part was that that one that one uh unit was literally looked at uh probably um if i round up it would be like a thousand people it that's just crazy you No, know, it's that's why it went it went for higher. so just giving you an idea of what's going on out there and yes the trading in a uh, look i sold my property here to get something bigger um out in another state absolutely that happens a lot Uh, just like uh, looking to invest uh, let's say a hundred thousand bucks here yeah you probably won't get anything but you can take that same hundred thousand bucks and buy maybe a mansion in oklahoma with a lot of land you can do that untenable for people to run businesses here toyota is just the latest in a string of jobs and companies pulling out of california
0: you don't like doing business in california anymore do you no, Stuart, it's a nightmare for business owners. 5.5 businesses a week are leaving California. It's it, millennials are leaving, business people are leaving. Anybody who's retired, they can't afford to live in California despite our weather. Companies leave for three primary reasons, high taxes, excessive regulations, and the threat of, of really ridiculous lawsuits. And business leaders here in Silicon Valley say right now there is no greater threat to their future business than the unreliability of the power grid yeah, i mean california is doing everything they can everything they can in terms of taxes in terms of regulation
1: to get great companies out of here and silicon valley right now is the entire conversation is why am i here why am i paying these prices why am i dealing with dysfunctional government on the local level on the, on the state level and people are looking at texas nevada and florida and tokyo i mean people want out of this town that That's a great montage of summaries of why businesses leave too. Uh, I I know this was around the time that Tesla announced that they were leaving. But if you recall, because some of these companies that sponsor basically the politicians that want all these aggressive, um, like just anti-business laws in place, uh, Facebook, when they were going public... If anyone has seen the social network, they'll realize that Eduardo Saverin was part of the masthead and uh, one of the co-founders of Facebook. He was basically the financier for this thing in its early stages. Um, When it was going to go public, Eduardo Saverin rescinded or recanted his uh, United States citizenship. So he was no longer a United States citizen. And by doing that, he saved so much in taxes as soon as it went public. It was considered a very smart move. I thought it was pretty selfish of him. But hey, you're looking at the real interest because you were going to pay a boatload of money had he stayed as an American citizen when Facebook went public. Look it up. It's crazy. But yeah, these are a lot of sally soft stories of businesses leaving, and that's why California just hates business people here. Oh, and they did mention the unreliable power grid. That's because California is trying to eliminate the reliance on um, on fossil fuel type systems here and in fact the governor recently signed an order uh, banning all f- uh, fossil fuel vehicles by 20 2030 whatever it was just a few more years left i think it might be 2035 but yeah um you if you can't tax yourself into prosperity you cannot legislate yourself into um into the future and that's what california is trying to do
0: in the years since the turn of the century, Los Angeles has grown from a sleepy pueblo to a vast, seething metropolitan city. Fine buildings, huge stores, busy citizens—a city which has grown faster than any other in America in the past decade—and
1: which sees a All right, I gotta tell you this was a great video summarizing the majority of the points for why people are fleeing california um that's why you, you've seen people like joe rogan leave uh he's in texas uh the daily wire ending up in tennessee uh nerd uh, yeah, on a smaller scale compared to the daily wire just uh, like and any anyone trying to make it here in california also leaving and a lot of people that i know that have left California as well. I'm not entirely all down on the negative side of these things uh, about people leaving. I do believe there's hope. Um, Hashtag Save California. Uh, But uh, hashtag CalExit is real. Um, And uh, the other part of the 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 Cal exit argument is to break California up into three different states, which is not going to happen, at least not anytime soon. But there's been realistic plans as to why that can be feasible. It's not a conversation I'm going to entertain here. But uh, from what I've seen, it does make some sort of sense. But it's in the attempt to... Basically, break the one-party power grab that has been plaguing the state and running into the ground for why so many people are, are, are leaving. And it's just getting worse this year. But hashtag Save California. Uh, I do believe there's, there, there is hope around the corner. Um, but uh, I, I, the people need to prove it. I like this video. This was a good one. I recommend this video. Definitely. So, check out the real video. You want to watch this without my interruptions. But this was a great summary of the of the general struggles that people go through and i'm glad i saw it and i'm glad i was able to share this with you all check out the original electric infected video it'll be in the video description down below for those of you on youtube and for those of you watching on the website www.theindustrygover.com it'll be right there now regarding real estate if you find yourself in california if you find yourself as someone that's trying to look for um to graduate from from, becoming a, from being a tenant to becoming a homeowner, and you probably see something like this, you'll be discouraged by it. But is there a possibility? There's always a possibility. So you're welcome to talk to me. My real estate resources can still be found at com. But for just strictly real estate, you can go to segovia.res.com. It should be appearing on the screen here. If not, it's definitely in the video description down below. And you can find the links also at the main website. So we can talk real estate. Do not be afraid. I'll have people call me and say, I don't know if I can. It's like, hey, but it doesn't hurt to talk about it. So you'll never know until you ask. So ask, and you shall receive. So I'm here for you, and I'm pulling for you. Thank you so much for watching this latest video of the Andre C. Show. Until next time, I'll see you on the next one.